I'm Maddie. And I'm Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men, and we talk about how gay all of them are, although the latest episode of X-Men, the animated series that we watched, is pretty straight and um, I would argue a little, too, a little too straight. In too fact, straight, honestly. this episode is about Storm, who gets enslaved yep. by a white man, and it's romanticized, and I'm supposed to not be mad about it. I think you are supposed to be mad. I think you are supposed to hate this guy. Fuck this guy. Uh, fuck this fuck guy. Fuck him. Let's get into it. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power grow in us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the already angry sorry it's upsetting because i i actually do think this guy is going to turn out to be a villain i don't really know a lot about him even though i've read a lot of avengers comics i don't remember archon really yeah same and also i don't i don't enjoy that this is going to be like storm's last arc on x-men in the animated series oh, is it yes oh, yeah, and also right. what is really gonna suck though is that storm and x-men evolution and wolverine and the x-men and the x-men anime is really kind of reduced to a lesser character who stands around in the background and i which is so weird because she's such a huge character in the comic books i mean mm-hmm. for fuck's sake we know she doesn't do anything in the goddamn movies either so this is like right. the last we're going to see of the storm, storm. we know and like wow. it's this fucking story, so that's really depressing. Really, I, it really ugh. is. Like the other characters have survived. There's always been the same Cyclops arcs or Wolverine, and Rogue has always been well done in all the se- series that have come out. You know, mm-hmm. it's so this I is mean, gonna. I mean, Jean Grey sucks in every interpretation, so there's nothing to really mourn there. Just getting uh, the comments. Actually, okay. I liked her. <laughs> I liked her in Evolution. She she was a lot stronger yeah, of a character. Yeah, I guess I'll find out. It'll be interesting to watch Evolution as an adult, as myself with my politics now, and see what I think about it. But yeah. we're not doing that yet nope. because we are First, getting we have to do this fucking through... racist bullshit episode. <laughs> you know, you say that, but I, I actually do think we are supposed to hate the guy who kidnapped Storm. I don't think this is like the episode has bad politics. I think the episode is just showing something bad happening to storm i think think you're right the episode is showing a bad politic that exists but i'm just mad about it because i have to watch it you know and i guess you could argue like did they have to depict this like i'm sort of going back on what i just said already like maybe i don't (laughs) like this like why is this the plot line that they gave her maybe i guess we should say what it is okay this episode (laughs) is called storm front Front. Storm a storm front, front part star storm, storm fort part 32 okay oh my we hold God. on previously okay. on the x-men nothing matters it's all about storm we you know yep. <laughs> i mean like storm she's great she controls the weather anything weather related storm is fucking <gasps> on it oh my god can you please put in a clip of that spider-man and friends cd that katie mac owned in high school that was like storm can make the weather yes she can oh storm can make the weather yes she can i'm gonna send it to you and then you're gonna put it in there and then everyone's gonna be like what is this why do you even know what this is why did you even own this cd the first time i hear this will be when i myself added into this episode because i don't know what the fuck ryan's talking about (laughs) Let me introduce you to a girl whose name is Storm. She has a superpower that's quite outside the norm. You see, she can change the weather any time at all. She can do it in the summer, winter, spring, or fall.
anyway, yeah, we really don't need to do any previously on. We can just plunge right on into Stormfront Part 1 because it it's kind of like a standalone two-part episode series. We haven't watched the second half yet, but I assume it's a standalone as well. Yeah. Um, so it opens up with a newscaster talking about a huge storm in Washington, D.C. with hail the size of golf balls, gale force winds, monsoon-like rains, and so on and so forth. Of course, I watched this and I'm like, wow, I guess storms down there having a bad day. But I was wrong to assume that. And you know who else assumed it? A random guy who ran into the news broadcast and shouted that it was those freaky mutants again. And so Scott is watching the newscast and he turns it off and he's like, it never changes. Uh, uh. And then the camera pans to show that Scott, who, by the way, was watching the news broadcast on the Blackbird, because why not watch TV while you're flying a plane, I guess? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I mean, what's different from now with people driving kind of cars? Important. No, it's yeah, people drive like cars and have, yeah, they have like their iPhones up in their face. Right, literally. right, right. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not good. But anyway, the camera pans back to show Beast, Jubilee, and Logan and Storm are all on the plane, and Storm being there shows you that at least this storm isn't her responsibility. It's fun to say Storm more than one time storm 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 so storm then, storm can you say storm stormy is, storm storms like three times fast fast this is yet another episode where logan gets nauseated from being on a plane by the way which is okay, more but to be proof fair, that the live so action x-men everyone. movies i know but i'm just saying the live action x-men movies took it from Ugh, this episode yeah they're like they're like oh he's gonna puke but he's not the one who initially says it jubilee's like i'm gonna puke okay by the way the, the whole blackbird is like spinning around and shaking out of control and like everyone's just there's actually a great shot of jubilee's eyes like so wide and it's really funny (laughs) and i laughed i I laughed really hard at it i think it's later i later on when she asks about getting off the ride yeah so she's freaking out logan is freaking out storm is also freaking out more than anybody not because of the bumpy ride but because she's like something's wrong the sky the air the wind injured crying not of the earth and jubilee tries to calm her down and be like it's just a bumpy ride but storm is panicking in the background she's like i mean it's almost like she's having a panic attack of when she is having claustrophobia but now she's like having a separate panic attack and this is when you could kind of tell that something's wrong because Storm can keep it together when she's having a panic attack over her claustrophobia. And yeah, now this is but, like something else entirely. And everyone's like, uh, Storm doesn't have it together and that never happens. Something must be wrong. Yeah. It takes them a while to figure it out. It's so Beast says the irregular weather pattern. Oh my God. Beast patterns. having a what? line that I can't fucking Listen, say. Neither of us can talk <laughs> today. I don't know why. It's, let's do a podcast. Why oh, not? I, yeah, let's this. do a uh, let's do a show that's specifically about talking. So, oh my god! So okay. talking says the irregular weather patterns validate storms' intuitive distress. They defy nature in that they do not coincide with the meteorological pressure systems that cause them. Which I don't know what that means, but I guess it means it's an unnatural storm. Oh my god! So you knew when you were writing something when you're a teenager, right? And yes. you like want to make it sound better by using that's bigger words. So you of. just you like take a sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it. That is what it sounds like. Yeah, like the weather patterns validate storms' intuitive distress. Like that's not a sentence anyone says. Like you why know, the word beast, validate? Why intuitive I don't know. distress? Once like, upon a time, not? he actually did say constructive sentences. Now they just sound like gibberish. And I don't no, know if it's a no, joke. No, he didn't, Ryan. He never did. We were making fun of this in the pilot episode. I, at least I could follow what he was saying back then. No, you couldn't. You go back. You listen to the early episodes. <laughs> yeah, you, of you this listen. Show. We have recordings of this. We have uh, so, recordings, and we have been making fun of beast and also loving beast since moment one of this show and watching him date wolverine yes that's been a will they won't they for the ages so then storm jumps the fuck out of the plane she just opens the emergency hatch and she's she's like she's like bye well she screams stay back all of you and jubilee is Jubilee's Kitty Pride at this point. Stay back, but <laughs> yeah, she's standing in the doorway of this bumpy plane that, that is she like could fall out of, and Logan has to like leap forward and grab her to like prevent her from falling out of the plane. Oh, like I she know. can't it's, fly. It's, I know. Also, I do appreciate the line Logan has here, where she goes, "She's got to do this, kid," because Logan has so much like respect for Storm. And, yeah, you know, like he gets it. You know, so I kind of like that. And then there's like Cyclops who's like. I'm going to gently land the ship, which he doesn't, by the way, but we're not there yet. So, like, this pink lightning bolt, like, whips out of the sky, yep. and it breaks one of the wings of the ship. That's, that's when Jubilee's all deer-eyed, and she's like, tell yes. me when the scary part is over, which is, like, 
Fair. And like the next shot we have is Cyclops crashing the crashing ship the again, plane, like just his like dad. Dear old dad. Yes, <laughs> I wrote that down too. I was like, neither of them can fly a ship. Yet for some reason, they're the only they ones we ever see. It? I don't know. Neither of them have this ability. It's got to be a running joke within the team at this point. It must be. It must be. So anyway, they crash land the ship, and Storm, meanwhile, is at the White House, yeah. and she is commanding the Sahara winds and transforming the ice to steam and basically just doing her damnedest to get this crazy hurricane I mean, she's from being storm, stopping. right? Yes. And then we see in the foreground this weird purple Viking guy who I didn't know who it was. I and don't at know. first I wondered if it was Thor, but it isn't. But yeah, that's kind of what he looks like. It's But Archon. also he's standing on like the White House front lawn and nobody yes. is there. I don't know what that's about. He's just there. I Nobody's questioning why this Maybe demigod is just, just standing like, there. I would believe, based on the rest of the episode, that Archon just, like, killed everyone. Like, he just killed all of the security personnel in the White House, and the president is, like, in the underground bunker, like, beneath the Oval Office and shit. Like, I feel like Archon Yeah, but where's just, the rest of the agents that work for the White House? I don't Where know, are they? All underground, like, trying to They're like, there's a tornado the coming. Well, I, to be fair, there's, like, a tsunami going through Washington, D.C. Yeah, so they're probably all underground. I mean, the White House does have an underground bunker. I didn't just, like, make that up as no, a joke. No, I know. That's literally in and one I of the X-Men movies. Know it because it's in the X-Men movies. That's you and I are like on the same page today because we keep saying all the same shit like at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we host a podcast together. It's almost like we've known each other for 25 years, which is a it's scary thing like to say. All we've done in that time is rewatch the X-Men movies. <laughs> Wait, I, you know, I was writing, I'm writing an article right now where I'm talking about the X-Men and I would literally talk about this show and you and I doing it together. I'm like, Maddie and I have been best friends since we were like 11 and 50% of that time has been making X-Men references. But like now it's been 25 years of that. How can anybody stand us? <laughs> I don't know. Some people do. People listen to this show, which is well. I guess I, I met don't... our friends. Our friends are over it. No, they want to oh, be yeah. in our on it. Our friends can't know. stand us anymore. But our listeners love us anyway. Thank back you, to the X Jet. <laughs> um, so all the X Men hop out, or at least the remaining X Men hop out of the X Jet, and Beast goes up to Jubilee, and he goes, "As you requested, Jubilee, the scary part is over," which is really cute. And he I leads like her outside. It's pouring rain at this point. Jubilee says radical landing which yeah, is Logan funny is just like yeah whatever though he's like fuck <laughs> this he's like yeah, scott Logan. sucks and then Sc cyclops uses his communicator button which i guess they're back to buttons and not watches anymore and he's like storm <laughs> where are you get back here immediately which sort of annoyed me because i was like i feel like if anybody can fix this it's storm so like why are you guys mad at her that she like left to go fix this like you guys can't do any of this like it's well, really maybe, storm's job it, maybe cyclops is like we can help her but like everyone's like Logan, Logan's already been like we can't help her we, yeah, we can't which what are we gonna correct. do so Cy Cyclops is calling Storm. Storm is not answering, which I will admit that that part is concerning. So Storm is still at the White House. She's freaking out. We see Archon walking around the columns of the White House. Storm flies over the Washington Monument. I've never been to D.C., so I don't know how far away those two things are. Wait, where did she, where did she go from? She was at the White House, and she went to the Washington Monument, which is like that really tall stick. I want to know. I gotta. I want to try. You want to see how far they are? Well, Storm can fly really fast, so... I know that the Washington Monument's across from the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, no, it is It is real no nearby. The White, House, the White House South Lawn... Okay, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I, I just couldn't remember because, like... I, ironically all the time I spent in DC I was not going to the White House I went everywhere else but like most people don't like hang out in front of the White House if you live in DC so you know that's not where we went but we were always hanging out on the lawn uh, or the mall of the Lincoln Memorial and right. I knew that at the other end of the reflecting pool of that is the Washington Monument but north of that is the White House so all of that is close enough together that I guess it makes sense that it's all in this episode with Storm flying around between these locations yeah so she's flying around the Washington Monument she collapses to the ground presumably because she's weak from trying to stop this unstoppable storm and Archon catches her and Storm shouts to let her go and says she has to fight the storm. And then the storm Archon has to presses, fight the storm. Hell yeah, she does. And then Archon presses a button on his little cross strap thingy. And then all of a sudden the storm clears up and he's like, the danger's passed. You're safe now. And so we like immediately know this guy's full of shit, like right out of the gate. We're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. This guy's a manipulative piece of shit. Right. So Storm looks up at him and she's like, who are you? What are you? And Archon is like, I've traveled across dimensions of space to find you. My name is Archon, ruler of Polemicus. And then he puts 
storm down and he's like my planet is dying you mistress of the elements can save us and then storm figures out that he created the hurricane and she's like you did this she's like fuck you (laughs) archon is like it is but a hint of the misery that afflicts my planet with every second polemicus comes closer to extinction Okay, first of all, I hate that name, Polemicus or whatever it's called. Secondly, like, you didn't need to, like, destroy Washington, D.C. to be like, I just want to show you what it feels like in my city. It's It's also like he could have just walked up to Storm and said this and she would have gone with him. Like, he says all this shit later where he's like, I had to prove to you that, like, it was really dire and important. But it's like, it's Storm. She would have gone with him. Yeah, Storm is very receptive when people walk, talk to her. But you know what? We don't know what's going to happen in part two. I I don't know. Yeah, so Storm Storm is like, how could you endanger all these people just to get to me? That is barbarous. And Archon's like, my people depend on me. I must be prepared to do anything to save them. Can you and those of your planet forgive me? And then Storm looks shocked. And then we get a cutaway back to Jubilee and Cyclops. And Cyclops is still trying to call Storm. And she's still not answering. And then we go back to Storm again. And she sort of is tapping her communicator and it's like not working and she's like oh no of all the times and like once again archon presses a button on his strap thing which yeah i took to mean that he was causing some sort of electrical interference that made her communicator not work i think that's what we're supposed to think of that oh that's a that's a good idea i didn't think about that i just because figured it broke because of the storm it, her thing breaks so yeah. i thought that those two things were connected and that it was just like another thing that he was doing in order to manipulate her smart i would not have expected that at all that's good thinking maddie well i don't know if it was intentional or not but anyway he goes it probably was he goes you must come with me and storm's like but i can't and archon's like don't make me beg you i need you and then he opens a portal grabs her grabs her forcibly carries her through the portal she manages against her will by the way Yeah, she manages to take off the communicator and drop it on the ground and then they're gone and like that's it I, I hate this. I hate that this fucking white dude abducts a black woman. And it's like, you have to come with me and do what I say. And I'm like, fuck I this guy. I hate that. I also hate that it's Storm. In my head, I was like, okay, I guess she's weak because <sighs> she's been trying to control or fight yeah, against the Storm the whole time. I agree with that because like, I feel the same way. It didn't feel believable to me. I was like, I don't buy that Storm would suddenly be incapacitated by this random man I don't buy that either her. because she's somebody like, that can fight. Can't she just like bring down some lightning and be like, fuck off, dude? Like, what the hell? Well, even, even if she can't do that, Storm is... She, we know her as somebody that is a well-trained fighter. That yeah. is one of her things. Like she is like on the same level as Akoi and Black Panther. Like she's somebody that is trained to fucking be great with her fists and a weapon in her hand. Like you know, she doesn't yeah, so actually she should, need like, break the weather this guy's to fight. Arm. She should just like right. turn him into a wrestling move or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> she, yeah, he should be I, dead. I don't know. <laughs> So, but instead, like, he just picks her up and carries her away. And I was he's like, like the fuck is this? And Storm is like, oh, no, I can't This move. is also, yeah, I know. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, okay, Logan. But also, <laughs> like, I mean, this is, I was sitting here being like, why isn't Rogue in this episode? And then as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, oh. because if that happened, Rogue would have, like, immediately ended this entire storyline in, like, two seconds, yeah, you know? this is, I mean, Rogue has been ending every storyline in two seconds for, like, the past for six the episodes. the entire season. Which is I know. really funny. <laughs> honestly i hope that is what happens in part two like i hope that somehow in part two rogue shows up and she's like storm just like fuck? flies i mean start rogue rogue flies into the universe yeah. captain marvel style she's like i'm here to save you sugar <laughs> that so. would be delightful i don't think that's what's gonna happen and then she turns around and she like punches archon directly in the nuts and his nuts just explode because of her super strength they were like, we all just stand there and clap <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's what i assume happens in part two but we have to get there first so back to jubilee <laughs> yeah, and true. cyclops and beast and logan so they have concocted a wacky scheme which involves jubilee standing in the middle of the road to flag down a random driver which <laughs> i was like are you trying to get hilarious. i know are you trying to get hit by a car jubilee she it's is. like so he manages to screech to a halt in front of her and she's like sorry we have an emergency and <laughs> like over at the jet cyclops put puts the jet into stealth mode 
evidence so that he can abandon it. And the driver to Jubilee is like, who's we? And then Logan shows up and he's like, the Cub Scouts, bub. Now move over. And for some I know, but reason, then also the Beast gets it. in there. Yeah, so Beast gets it. They all get in there. I, I was laughing really hard. You know, there's some things about the episode I really enjoyed. And like all of the X-Men's antics in this are very fun. So They are really fun. And again, it's another episode where Jubilee's great. Yes. Still don't understand what the problem is Jubilee with Jubilee is. Just and we're your, nearing the end of this series. sexism and racism, as far as I can tell. Just your straightforward. I mean, besides <laughs> that, but like that doesn't seem to be the problem people have. They're like... She seemed annoying. But that's I'm like, just every, sexism, though. It's like, oh, a female what? character right. is talking. She's annoying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, people hate teenage girls. So Beast says to the driver, we appreciate your cooperation and assure you that you shall be fully compensated. And the man just laughs nervously and is like, anything you okay, say. Okay, but also, like, compensated for what? For, like, gas or for this whole situation? Or is Beast going to give him a blowjob? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. Dealer's choice, I guess. And Jubilee don't goes, know. don't worry they're not as bad as they look so then and then they play like the sad trombone sound right there and i was like in the middle of all this there's like here's some weird like mutant racism a little bit but also want want they're not that scary and i was like why is that playing here i didn't even notice that oh my god i laughed really hard um so back at the x mansion xavier's using cerebro to skype call everybody and so beast is like professor the storm has stabilized and xavier's like that's excellent but i see that storm isn't with you and (laughs) it's excellent (laughs) and beast is like as you may have deduced she left us to battle the raging elements our attempts to reach her have failed thus far but we've determined the location of her communicator to be near the washington monument and are on oh my God, this is one of those episodes that Beast talks like too much. I know, I know. It's like just say you're on your way to the Washington Monument. I can't believe you wrote it all down. Like you don't even need whatever. So Xavier's (laughs) like, keep me informed because if Cerebro can't find her, it means she's thousands of miles away, unconscious or worse, aka she's dead. So yeah, luckily she's not. She's just thousands and thousands of miles away because she's on another planet. Yeah, that's true. There's been a lot of X-Men just assuming the other X-Men are dead recently. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole thing with Jubilee launch shots. It's like, she has no future. She's dead. And Logan's <laughs> yeah. like, how would you even know that? Dude? It turned also, out he didn't know it. Yeah, it turns out Longshot's powers don't even work. I'm glad so there's Longshot that. isn't around to be like, Storm is dead, everyone. We need to start mourning her now. <laughs> or do what Xavier so- does. It's like, Jean's in space, so let's have a funeral. It's like... Okay. <laughs> Everybody's really funeral happy on the X-Men. So uh, yeah. at the Washington Monument, Jubilee gets out of the car. She finds Storm's communicator right away. And Logan finds this glowing sphere on the ground, which I don't know why this was there. Oh, okay. I'm glad that you f- picked that up because I thought it was just the communicator had been like radiated in this energy. But it's a different thing. It's a different okay. like alien sphere that Archon dropped to make the portal or something because that's what they use it for later but i, I bet don't we're gonna find out what that is in episode two probably i don't if think I have we're to ever to be honest i don't think we're ever gonna find out what it is i don't think it actually matters at all that's my no, prediction so this, is, this is like he-man level storytelling yes. where it's oh, like yes. a magic thing fell on the ground and it's not gonna explain what it is it, we just have cares. to go with it yeah and so logan yeah. picks okay. it up there's not enough time <laughs> logan picks it up I had to really look into this line, he says, which is either somebody likes to play the back nine at midnight or this has something to do with what happened to Storm. And I was like, "Okay, I don't know what the fuck that is. It turns out it's a golf course that used to be in Washington, D.C. that was super famous. And I believe it's closed now, although at the time it wouldn't have have known that. So I was like, oh, he's making a joke about how this thing looks like a golf ball. And until he said that, I didn't even know what he was even looking at. And I didn't know. I can't imagine a child watching this the show know. would know what that I means. I know, you would never understand what the fuck. Anyway, this this episode... Logan's just saying shit. I know. So, uh, also, why would Logan know about a golf course? Like, why would he know uh, yeah. that? Can you imagine Wolverine? Golfing? Oh my god, just a pit. No, I want somebody to write in or, or draw into the mutantages at gmail.com, like, a picture of Wolverine golfing, but he's got, like, the golf clothes yes. on, so he's got, like, the polo the and the khakis and the... Bl- thingy? Yes, yeah. I know, and he's smoking a little cigar. Yeah, oh my and god. Jubilee is the cat and she's like super annoyed and blowing a bubble holy shit yes please <laughs> anyway i want this and we'll turn it i want to turn it into a t-shirt it would right be a now. really good t-shirt 
um we would compensate you if artist if you were ever to draw that for us <laughs> so, yeah right um they all go back to the x mansion b studies the glowing golf ball and he tells xavier that he doesn't know what the fuck it is yeah, he calls him up because it's glowing what's glowing the golf ball <laughs> okay that doesn't that's not the conversation that happens Beast at all has but a really that would be funny line, which i wrote down but it's not even worth getting into it and jubilee interrupts oh to be like how much longer are we gonna play with the golf ball which is a really <laughs> funny line and xavier <laughs> xavier goes try to be patient jubilee and jubilee goes and jubilee's just like no no basically yeah she's like the last time we saw storm she was freaking out something's really wrong and logan's like kids right playing chemistry set ain't getting us anywhere and then he slams his fist on the table which knocks down the golf ball which explodes into a portal <laughs> yeah it's like a stargate <laughs> opens it's crazy and there's this brief moment where logan shouts what'd i do while the portal was opening which was <laughs> know, it's really, really funny. funny and then xavier's <laughs> like your impatience may have opened a door and they all decide to go through it which at least they don't waste any time well no it's it, i think jubilee goes first yeah jubilee right? and logan are like they're like in immediately they're like peace yeah, out. i, I kind of love that yeah, i too. love that they are both like this because logan and jubilee are just so on the same wavelength even the comics where they wouldn't even second guess yeah the, the, like the idea to go and save storm it's like this portal opened to my lead storm we're going like that's just who these characters are mm-hmm. and i love that about them it takes beast and cyclops like two more seconds to decide but they shortly uh follow into the portal and xavier's like into the unknown and it's like shut up okay, I was like shut <laughs> up xavier and also i thought he was saying that because he was gonna float in behind it but too. no he's just stay he's just saying that to nobody he's saying it to just himself he's like another mission where all the x-men are doing something really dangerous and i'm still here not what well, Xavier's like into the unknown because I didn't plan it this time. Yeah, he like, didn't you know, plan it. He didn't plan anything, and he also didn't have any ideas. So whatever, man. Okay, you know it's really, you know a good point. This is not a mission Xavier sent anybody on, and Storm was kidnapped. And immediately Xavier's like, "Well, I didn't send you on that mission, so she can die." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't actually send them on it. And like later on in the episode, Cyclops points that out. Like he's like, you know, Xavier didn't send us here. Like we don't need to be here. <laughs> like whatever. Every he's just being Cyclops. We can get to that when we get to that. I know. Cyclops is like, I'm not even going to be able to suck Charles Xavier's dick after this. I didn't even earn I'm it. Busy. You know, like, <laughs> I'm I have dicks to suck back at home. So we need to wrap this up. <laughs> Logan and Jubilee are like, can we please save Storm? Like, yeah, <laughs> like I does know, anybody right? give a shit? So, and Beast is just having a monologue in the background about science. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, on Polemicus, which is another planet, um, there's this huge castle with a control room. It's like a futuristic cyberpunk castle. And like all these Greek uh, architecture and stuff like that. That's like kind of what they're going for here, I guess. Greek meets yeah. Vikings meets cyberpunk. It's a real mix of stuff. Basically, it looks like He Man. So then uh, Storm and Archon are in there. They get through their portal and end up in this huge control room in the castle. And Storm is yeah. like, why did you deny me the chance to speak to my friends? If your need is just, why drag me here like a prisoner? And Archon's like, forgive me, Storm. Your friends may have tried to dissuade you. Please understand it was the action of a desperate man. And then he just goes on and on about how everything's really yeah, bad. Oh my God, he, dude, I know. He has like this monologue that goes on for five minutes. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, shut up. You just abducted somebody. Yeah, you don't get to like there's no sit there and be like, well... I abducted somebody like kidnapping's okay as long as like it's a dire need to do it yeah. and it's like no there's no situation in which you kidnap somebody Especially dude that's like, like not okay a superheroine who would have helped you like you're just being selfish and like kidnapping her for your own ends and it makes you seem super shady but whatever I know well at the end of it he like basically gets on his knees and begs her mm-hmm. and he's like you've saved so many lives you're like a queen yeah. you're like the mother of nature I need you yep. And then, you know, that's when he kind of reveals that this this storm that we saw on Earth is happening on his yes. planet, which kind of looks like Uranus or Saturn, but it's like some other place. And it's destroying the city in the same way that, like, he brought it to, to Earth. Uh, like, yeah. The, yeah. And it's like immediately you're like, OK, so this guy's causing this problem. Like, I oh, understand yeah. what's and happening. We just don't know how yet, but we know it's yeah. this guy's fault we know because this guy fucking sucks. Like, we just haven't he put together like, all the pieces of it yet. And I'm sure that part two will reveal them. But even yeah. already, I was like, this guy fucked up somehow. He's trying to get Storm to fix it. It's peak like white guy needs a black woman to fix his problems, which happens in real life constantly. And it's just like it pissed me off. It's gross. Anyway, so Storm agrees. She's like, I sense a terrible wound. Even 
believe in a dying of your planet and ultimately she agrees I actually to like help. that line yeah i mean you know it's storm i still like her she still cares about other people okay. and wants to help yeah. them but like this guy she is does. taking advantage of her this guy's like a fucking asshole although i think what i really liked about her saying that line where she was sensing the planet mm-hmm. and being like it's dying wait a second yeah well yeah but it's storms i mean all the mutants have these powers that are genetic, genetically like tied to them. Some of them are tied to the Earth, like Avalanche or Richter or Magma, or Magneto. something like that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like it's like stuff like that. It's an episode that we realize that Storm is so much more powerful than any of the other mutants out there because her powers are st- like you think it's just something that she can control the weather on Earth. No, Storm can like tap into any planet like and any like control ecosystem. it like an entire Which is ecosystem crazy. like that's like, like it, almost like scarlet witch level of like reality manipulation when you think about it like she basically well storm is a one of the top i forget they call it like a level like she's an omega yeah. mutant be- because of stuff like this like because she can go to yeah. a completely other planet and within a couple minutes be like oh yeah i can diagnose your problem here it- it's pretty freaking epic like she's I know. amazing i mean i i did enjoy that aspect of the episode where they show off that storm's powers are more than just something that is tied to the earth yeah although it's pretty fucked up that like this fucking asshole had to kidnap her anyway <laughs> fuck this guy yeah fuck him so the x-men show up on polemicus as well because they just dove through the portal there's obviously a storm there there's both a storm and the storm on this planet the storm can make the weather yes she can <laughs> do, do. <laughs> so beast points out that the hurricane is circulating in the opposite direction from from its apex and jubilee just goes is that like worse than regular hurricanes which is a question that never gets answered which is actually very funny so a group of random people walk up shouting at them that they're intruders who will pay for bringing the storm there and jubilee and bees just exchange a look and one of the random people is like maybe these visitors can help us and another guy just shouts at that person to shut the fuck up and get back to work and i was like that's interesting i wonder if we're gonna like learn more about the politics of this planet like if there's like a hierarchy here that like will be revealed later but that's the only hint of that that we get in this episode at least so cyclops explains to these people that they have nothing to do with the plagues and storms that are on this planet and beast is like yeah we just arrived we're in search of a missing friend and logan is like you welcome wagon ladies seen a white-haired woman flying around and then everybody just starts attacking the x-men anyway and like not helping them it's very i i kind of like this idea that like they go to another planet and instantly they're already ostracized like they are on earth yes. and they're just kind of like this shit again <laughs> yeah, like I, that was how i took the the look between beast and jubilee to mean was yeah, just them being I, like, I loved this again. i loved that side eye <laughs> yeah. they gave each other like it's just fantastic yeah, because they're there to help yet again but like it doesn't even matter well also like they're not even there to help they're literally just there because they were going after storm like they are so far from involved in any of this and they're being blamed for it so so then a bunch of robots yeah. show up and start shooting at them and it looks like a 90s video game does. at this point and logan goes are you guys sure we're not still on earth which is funny because of how many times they fight robots on earth well i mean logan's and also logan's like and also we're being like penalized yes. for being different yes. and there's robots chasing us yeah. like what the fuck yeah. we're in a completely different galaxy are you sure like you said we're not just being like fucked around by mojo again yeah. you know <laughs> it really feels that way so then back to archon and his like castle or whatever and he's pissed off because storm isn't going fast enough and storm is like yeah. be patient getting in tune with an entire planet takes time and then she's like hold on a second she's sitting on a throne by yeah, the way she, he got her a throne which okay okay so then she senses a strong interference and then she points at this huge blue thing that's like on a tower and she's like what the fuck is that <laughs> i know that's really funny she walks over she's like something's wrong with the planet and it's coming from that weird fucking thing that's over there and he doesn't really even explain what it is honestly he says it is what keeps this planet functioning during our time of crisis it is the central energy transmitter polemicus depends on it for a great deal including our security which if this is a climate change metaphor i'm ready for it uh, yeah because yeah, seriously. straight up storm is like that thing is causing all of your problems and our 
Leon is like, surely your powers are strong enough to overcome overcome it. And Storm is like, the truth is, I'm not sure I can help your planet at all. And Archon is like, if your powers have half the strength of your compassion, you can save galaxies. Take my hand. I know that together we will triumph. And I just wrote in my notes, Storm, don't fall for this shit. But unfortunately, that's exactly what she's about to do. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to get to that in that part really bothers me more than anything of this episode but uh, i also want to point out that like he's doing this shit and she's just like but she kind uh, of is realizing it at first at least she's like hey so it seems like you're destroying your own planet and he's like no 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 no, no. it's a separate thing that's just this is different we need to keep drilling for oil it's actually good for the planet don't worry about it he's he's just basically like listen (laughs) don't worry time travel's real but climate change isn't so let's just go with this also why doesn't she question how he knows who she is from another world Mm -hmm. like I mean, that that is something I would immediately question and be like, how do you even know who I am when nobody knows who I am on Earth? Yeah, you know? like, what the fuck? I, I wonder if that's even going to be explained in part two. I don't know. It's These are one of those things that we like, we have so many questions in part one and we always go, it'll be explained in part two. And then part two is usually just like robots chasing the X-Men <laughs> around. And we're like, wait, explain what the cube was, though. And then it turns out we have to like Google it. And it's like a talking ship from a different episode that happens in the future. Yeah, so I mean, like that might happen again here. We might end up Googling some stuff about our. <laughs> Con. We might we might try to look up some stuff in order to explain it, but we can wait until we do the part two episode where we find all that shit out. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, speaking of robots chasing the X-Men around, that's the next scene. Which is... Oh, yep, here we go. And Wolverine has a bunch of lines, including one that says, something tells me these guys don't want to talk. Yep. He's like blasting, being blasted by the robots. I think Cyclops is immediately like wiped out. And Jubilee's like, Cyclops! Yeah, there's a moment where Cyclops blasts one of the robots with his eye beams and it actually works, but then he never does it again. And I was just like, Cyclops, can you just quickly look at all the robots? Like, just <laughs> just take off your fucking glasses, give each of them a quick glance. And open your eyes. And, like, then yep. we're done with this whole fight scene. But, like, he instead he falls on his ass six times and he's like, whoa, a robot. And it's like, This is why? like one of those, like, this is one of those idiot versions of Cyclops. Yeah. You know, just like, when he's like, episode where he's like, glasses. Ah, where am I? Why Where's Xavier? I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> right, so... So Cyclops is hit. Beast is destroying some robots, which he does by like jumping on it, which I'm like, okay, this is like a Super Mario yeah, game. Yeah, and he like tears it apart with his bare hands, which was pretty epic when Beast did that. Uh, yeah, I, was I like, mean, well, honestly, he's really beast, strong. I mean, that's cool. We, we forget that Beast actually is a beast, but he's very like, you know, gentlemanly. Yeah, because while he's doing that, he goes, this is not how I would have wished to learn about this new culture, which is like a classic Beast line. Of, co- of course there's Beast line. Me and Logan's like, tend to cancel this planet or t- plan to take dancing lessons. And then he destroys row it's like glad we had that little heart to heart you know <laughs> yeah. and so beast and logan managed to defeat all the robots which is good because jubilee doesn't seem up for it and neither does cyclops robots in disguise so then yes archon and storm again those are the only two uh groups of people we move between for the entire episode so we're back to the other group of right. people um the lightning is still continuing storm is doing her best to heal the planet she has a giant fucking monologue i, I didn't write any she of it down basically it's just like, it's monologues like, everything that she's doing she stops the floods she stops the deserts from like flying sand around there's a bunch of sandstorms happening she she this like everything's on fire she fixes fucking all of it she fixes the planet's ring because apparently the ring was all fucked up like because it's like saturn it has a ring and like she basically is fixing everything and then we go back to cyclops again and he's looking at a destroyed robot and he's like i hope they weren't from the chamber of commerce which is a joke i frankly didn't get at all i just was like i don't <laughs> i i get that you guys were just in washington dc i don't oh, yeah. really get but the chamber of commerce isn't just exclusively in washington yeah, dc and also like what was he saying he didn't want them this to, is like, going to be one of those uh, those episodes that some listener is going to be like oh this is what that yeah, meant please write in be like, at the oh. at gmail.com if you understood that one because i actually would like to know what that meant I don't I don't even understand what's happening. Beast is like they're talking about where Storm can be, and Beast is like, let's scientifically run some tests to figure <laughs> it out. And Jubilee's like, I'd say if somebody thought they were a big shot enough to kidnap somebody like Storm, he'd be living up in a mansion like that one over yeah. there. And they're like, 
Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is I mean, correct. Like, once again, Jubilee nails it. Once again, Jubilee is a great character on this show. Fuck sexism. Anyway. Yeah, so then a ship flies overhead and starts dropping shit on them, and one of them is a golf ball, which teleports them into a prison cell. And then they're just suddenly yeah. in a prison cell. And Jubilee goes, Jail, I can't believe this. It's worse than Earth. And then Beast is like, We have to find a way to distract our jailers. And Logan's like, Okay, Wolverine then goes. <laughs> Wolverine's like just like the movies and I was like Logan Logan's methodology for distracting the jailers is to just attack Cyclops suddenly which is also really funny okay wait also remember the episode where he was breaking into Hellfire Club and first he drops down on those guards and quotes a movie and then he quotes another movie it's like (laughs) I like this idea that Logan's a big movie watcher and like he's a secret nerd I mean he's constantly doing cool one liners he'd have to like pick that up from somewhere so i guess it's that's just true. hundreds and hundreds of years of logan watching every movie that's ever been made i mean he's had a lot of time and then forgetting yeah, them and then forgetting but, like, them, you know, but I guess also am- like subconsciously not forgetting them i guess i listen wolverine's amnesia is like picking st- <laughs> i i don't know it's not fake it's like kind of like stop and go mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. bit it's like sometimes it's like you'll remember stuff like mariko but other times he's like i don't remember who my family is and then other times he's like oh yeah i was in japan like right before weapon x and then he's like who's weapon x second and like had a whole bunch of friends there and like a bunch of boyfriends and girlfriends but like i only kind of remember i like this idea that maybe he was like faking his amnesia (laughs) just to like hide all the x's he had (laughs) yeah like he runs into an x again and he's like oh well i don't remember you uh or anything (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh back over to archon who is looking really happy because his planet is finally healing and meanwhile storm is like gritting her teeth like must concentrate (laughs) and archon is like it's over we're saved because he's a dumbass and then a bunch of robots crash through the wall followed by logan and cyclops and cyclops has like such a deadpan expression while while the robots are crashing through that i thought was really funny like i don't think it was intentional but i just found i don't think so either but the thing is of the cyclops he has no eyes we can see so all we could do is like gauge how he's feeling by like what shape the line of his mouth is anyway it's funny and so logan strolls in and he's like nice dump for a kidnapper (laughs) <laughs> runs up to Storm who looks like Storm looks like she's basically passed out at this point and Archon screams at them to keep away and Logan is like fat chance and tackles Archon and starts wrestling him okay Archon and Wolverine immediately start like rolling around on the floor sexually and it's like Archon's not wearing any clothing basically and he kind of was wearing bondage is, so whatever I know and so they, they just start rolling around the floor and they're like no their clothes are falling off I'm like here we go again like <laughs> I think the show has a very strange take on what they think masculine men do or like what straight men do. They're like, straight men definitely spend all their time wrestling and taking their clothes off. And it's like, I appreciate what you're doing next bit in the animated series because I enjoy it, but I'm pretty sure that's not what straight men do. Yeah, this this show was for queer people, whether intentionally or not. So Jubilee runs up to Storm and she's like, are you all right? And Storm just goes, no, don't, no. And then all the winds come back again and the rain and the desert starts swirling around with sandstorms again and the planet's ring gets all fucked up again archon and logan keep fighting um logan is like we don't like our friends to be yanked off the planet pal chasing around the galaxy ruins my mood and then storm interrupts them and she's like stop i'm here to help and unless i am allowed to the entire planet will die and then logan's like what and storm's like let him go and logan immediately backs off Beast is like, accept our apologies, Storm. You must realize that when we lost contact with you, we feared your life was in jeopardy. And Archon is like, is there still time, Storm? And Storm's like, I'll try, but there cannot be any more interruptions. And she glares at everybody, which I was like, come on, Storm, you got kidnapped. Like, why is she acting like this? Like, she's she's way out of character at this point. I mean, at this point... Well, okay, let's assume that she's exhausted from having I mean, to fix that an entire is believable. planet. Like, she is clearly at the end of her rope right now and, like, kind of has lost her grip on reality, which I guess is believable. And I, I that's at yeah. least what I was trying to tell myself as we got to the end of the episode was that I was like, she's had, like, a crazy because, like, 24 hours. Like, she was basically kidnapped yeah. in an extremely vulnerable state of panic. Like, she was reduced to, like, extreme weakness fighting against the hurricane in D.C. and then kidnapped and then brought here, told she was a goddess told she was suddenly having to save this entire other planet she's never heard of suddenly is having to do that and is like expending a shitload of energy on it and then like the x-men show up and try to help her and she lashes out at them and it's like sad but it's i guess believable i don't know i i mean like i i feel that way too and 
you know i don't i don't know i think you nailed it on the head i, I think she's just exhausted and i know that when i'm exhausted i start being really Pissy. snappy at people <laughs> that are trying to help yeah. me yeah yeah and so then archon takes her hand and leads her back over to the throne and there's like a little shot of logan like gritting his teeth as he watches that which is sort of interesting given like logan yeah and Storm. i thought that was interesting too yeah. there's also some really good music beats mm-hmm. here where it's a, he just gets really ominous sounding in a way that the x-men in the animated series hasn't done yet and i thought that was cool it's kind of sounded like missed a little bit yeah and so archon sits her down on the throne and he's like you'll prevail i know you will and then jubilee just goes whoa i guess they don't need us at all and like i don't know i like that line too because i was like clearly the x-men are like figuring out that this is getting really weird (laughs) i mean it's been weird from the beginning and jubilee's just not having any of it because i mean typically it would be rogue who's like not having any of it but rogue's not here so jubilee's gonna step it up a little bit and so then storm lifts her hands up and she manages to finish healing the entire planet which i admit i didn't think she was going to be able to do so that shows me for having any doubt in storm's abilities well but also like is he controlling the situation is my question i don't know and i guess we will find out but anyway outside all of the residents of the planet are walking around they're happy they're celebrating archon cheering leads storm out to face the public because suddenly there's a fucking press conference happening which i don't know how he organized it that fast but he's like i mean but they look like they're from like like ancient greece they look like they're from ancient greece and also he-man yeah like i mean that's a good way to put it they like are dressed like ancient greeks but they also have like cyberpunk and guns. Like energy swords and shit so then archon yeah. is like announcing to everybody storm with the sa- self-sacrifice and incredible will you have saved polemicus now her people would like to thank you and everybody's chanting storm's name and she smiles and don't know how they figured out her I name know, except for so just right there and so jubilee is like wow do you hear that and beast is like indeed storm is most deserving of their praise logan is still and annoyed logan by is it by like, the way right and then he just goes but and then he pauses for a while and jubilee's like but what and logan's like how long are we gonna have to hang out here on the party planet <laughs> jubilee's yeah like, i know logan's party like what pooper. the fuck's happening and cyclops goes wolverine's right we have no mission here we should at least get word to the professor and i was like cyclops shut I the miss fuck him. Up. i need to get on my like, knees and suck professor why? xavier's cyclops dick should be worried about storm like there's so many warning well, bells he's going not. off it's cyclops. and cyclops is like know you know who i'm worried about xavier what's he doing right now and everybody's like <laughs> shut the fuck up because me and jubilee turns around and she's like this is a little weird like how close archon is acting with storm right now should we like contact the professor and let him know so he could get rogue out here or something (laughs) and they're just like shut up jubilee and it's like uh, she doesn't no but she does point out that archon is like really getting up in storm's grill and and he is and archon is like storm i don't know how earth celebrates your incredible deeds but i tell you polemicus will love and worship you now and forever and so will i no one has ever done for me what you have and storm's like archon please you must not speak this way and archon's like your courage and love have given my people back to me your beauty has stolen my heart will you rule by my side as empress will you bond with me as you bonded with this planet and storm is like archon it's too sudden you cannot expect me to know so soon and archon's like i've known since the instant we met and then for some reason storm says yes and they kiss all the like x-men in the background out. have their jaws drop in response to this i know they're just like what, what? and then archon then archon like, turns around and he's like to you my queen storm my queen and then the final shot is the all the x-men being like what the, what the fuck, fuck? <laughs> and that's the end of the episode I and i like i kind of like that it ends that I way do too. it's it's a good cliffhanger because that's also what you're thinking like it, it hangs on the x-men because like they're the audience standing in that situation they're just like what is hap- what the what fuck, fuck is happening? happening so um to talk about abusive relationships real quick because apparently that's what this episode is about have you ever heard of the term love bombing before because that is like no explain that to okay, me okay so it's like it's a classic term and people can google it it's like a psychology thing and it's not always a bad thing but it is something that narcissists tend to do where early on in the 
relationship, they love bomb you, which means that they like excessively praise you and like put you on a really high pedestal and like give you a bunch of gifts and give you a whole bunch of shit. And like basically all they're doing all of that to win you over in the early stage so that then they can control you later. And like, that's exactly what Archon does with Storm here. Like he's love bombing her. Yeah. He's giving her all of the praise. He knows that she's underappreciated on earth, or at least I assume he knows that because like that has to be why he says that he's like you know i don't know how earth celebrates you but like look at how well we're celebrating you what do you think about all this shit like everybody's screaming your name and like it's not like earth where people hate you for being a mutant and also hate you for being a black woman and like everything's terrible for you there but not here not in my magical castle where admittedly i kidnapped you and forced you to do all of this shit but don't worry about that just think about the fact that you're my beautiful goddess and you're everything to me and then that immediately turns into like i can't live without you and also i have to control every single thing that you do because like this is the only thing that matters and like i mean i've been in that situation before so yeah i i mean i've been there you know i didn't realize there was a term for that yeah there is i mean i've i I mean, you you were there during like the my early twenties when I went through an abusive relationship. Yeah. So that all sounds that that all checks yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this episode Not is kind of terrifying. Matter, but you know, and I mean, I. I would say the part of it that feels a little weird is how fast it happens, but that's because it's a kid's show, so they have to show you the plot really quickly, and at least it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm sort of torn as to whether I think it's out of character for Storm or not. I guess I'm not sure. Like, on some level, I do... I think it's out of character for her to say yes at the end of this episode. Be like, yeah... I'll stay here and be your queen and like fuck the X-Men and Earth. But but also Earth does suck though. Like there is that aspect of Earth it does that's hard suck. for her. You're right. You're right. But like Storm is a smart person. She would be the first person to question like why do you know who I am when nobody knows who I am on mm-hmm. Earth? You know, like that is that something that's weird. And like it, but, but she believably does question everything like 50% of the way through and then 75% of the way through. She doesn't start like going along with it until after she's healed the entire planet. And by that point, I guess you could believe she's so exhausted. She's so emotionally vulnerable that she's in this place where she's being taken advantage of. And like, also she's finally getting praised and appreciated, which like frankly doesn't happen to her in the rest of her life nearly as much as it should so like that part is relatable i don't feel like the episode is as well written as it could be but i feel like there's like a grain of truth to it that's like yes if you're this person like if you are actually really great but you're very underappreciated you can be like end up vulnerable to an abusive relationship i don't know i think that's real because like hey i think it's real too i just i I feel quite work here who, who do you think is worse archon or cody Cody, Rogue's boyfriend Cody. It took me a second to remember yeah, that guy. I know. I I knew uh, no, not Cody from Street Fighter, Cody from <laughs> X-Men. Tough call. I mean, Cody was like also brainwashed kind of. So I actually think Archon is yeah, worse. But, but it's a tough call yeah, because that's they're both true. really terrible. Like Cody was like part of a hive mind, so like it was kind of up to him, but he wasn't also the leader of all of it whereas Archon's in charge of all of this shit. And we haven't found out what the fuck is going on yet with that huge obelisk that he was like don't worry about that that's fine like we are gonna find out in the second episode like how deep archon's bullshit really goes and i think it's it's very legend of zelda when it's like you see somebody you see a big like diamond hovering over the castle and you're like Hmm. links like huh what's wrong with that and some owls like you know <laughs> it's just the magic. diamond it's just that huge yeah. ominous diamond that's always on hyrule castle don't worry about it it's definitely not gonna like <laughs> turn a guy into a pig later or like do anything it's fine <laughs> turn a guy into a pig later oh my god <laughs> anyway um shall we rate the episode yeah <sighs> it's I, a tough I don't one. know I didn't enjoy this episode when I first saw it years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, when I saw it was coming up, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this as an adult. Yeah. And it turns out that like, as a kid, I just found it kind of boring. I don't but blame as an you adult, as a kid. I, right. I know there's a lot going on here that a kid would not understand, especially because it really seems out of sequence with anything else from the X-Men where there's like, I mean, they've gone to space before, but not in this way where it's like, we're just going to randomly teleport into space now and just deal with like stuff that has nothing. Like these are mutants. They're like prejudiced against the people from earth. Like they, you know, like they're, 
they are minorities there so when you take them up on another world it's very strange and i understand what your logic is there with like storm being like oh yeah well in this world i'm not right. being treated that way so that checks which out. i think is part of it yeah but as an adult watching this i was just like wow i just don't like anything that's happening <laughs> at all like i don't enjoy the abusive relationship i don't like a white guy coming and just Grabbing kidnapping storm a black woman and, and forcing her to about work it. yeah i don't like seeing storm out of character i don't like knowing and this isn't a problem i had as a kid because obviously i didn't know we were gonna head in this direction i don't like knowing that the future of storm in media is going to be really reduced yes. in such a way yeah i mean she does get highlight episodes in wolverine the x-men and x-men evolution but like it's all like more shadow king bullshit when there's other interesting stories out there with storm that i would love like i would love to see the uh, the issue the small arc from extreme x-men the second run in like the 2000s when after storm had like broken her back or whatever like she joins this like fighting arena Mm. that's run by mask and she loves it because she loves to fight and i'm like i would love to see that but we're just gonna see more shadow king bullshit and then she's gonna stand around the background and the last time we're gonna see storm be like this is like on another planet where some white guy kidnaps her and is like i'm gonna abuse you but also like 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 shower you in gifts and yeah, shit and like, like say make you that i worship all my you problems and like say that you're a goddess and my queen and everything but like really all of that is just so that i can set up the turn later where i'm like gonna control you and not let you leave yeah i just like i didn't enjoy any of that yeah, at all I, mean, I, I was like i'm not here for this and i just i didn't i don't know i just didn't i don't know I, but the problem is it's like does that does that mean it's make a bad the episode, episode bad episode right. right or is it is it purposely tried to make me feel gross in what this dude is doing which i think that's actually what it is I do too. so like i i don't know i think i'm gonna give it like a three because i think a three out of five x's because i do think what they're doing is good storytelling but i don't feel like it's very compelling in the longer term of the x-men universe that's how i feel about yeah. it like you could skip this and be yeah, fine Yeah, i would agree with that you can definitely skip it and be fine i i guess i'll also give it a three it's tough too because i feel like there's some really good logan and jubilee moments in this we get to really see the two yeah of them. i mean there's a lot of great one-liners the animation is actually really good yeah, in this I you know i enjoy this the world animation, they created but i just i i was so uncomfortable watching the plotline play out with storm i only because like i just didn't enjoy watching someone do this to her and right it, and it's storm and we love storm I know, and i was really excited about a storm episode because i feel like it's been a while since we saw her do some cool shit on the show no i i remembered it being like very yeah, not good for storm so uh, i'm glad i remembered that correctly yeah, because i, I just was didn't like, know what eh. i was in for i guess we'll see how the second episode goes i hope that storm gets some righteous rebellion in i hope storm strikes him with lightning and also like zaps him in the balls and then i hope rogue punches him into the sun captain marvel style that's how i feel about this guy i feel the same way and you know i guess we have to do who's gay but i don't know what we're gonna say the Is there anybody who's gay? Let's not even. I mean, there's the one guy who gives them a ride, which like, why does he do that? One can only I don't assume know. it's because I, he and thinks even that Logan is, is hot. And I don't, I or, don't know Or that else. like Beast is going to give him a blowjob. Yeah. I don't know. that, But that is almost completely written in our own fan fiction well, universe in which Beast is going to be like, going to compensate <laughs> you, zip. And Jubilee's just like, why am I here for this again? Like... I don't know. I did think it was really funny that that one guy was just there for no reason in the episode and he like doesn't come back later. Like, I don't know why there's this random man who gives them a ride. I guess you could say Xavier and Cyclops are kind of gay for each other because they always kind of are. And like, yeah, well, Cyclops this like, is Cyclops always Xavier's like, butt boy. I know. So there's that. Yeah, everywhere they're going, Cyclops is like, I wonder what Xavier's wearing right now. We're like, <laughs> uh, that's not important. We're on another planet saving and Storm. He's like, like, well, but I mean, do you think he's like wearing a Speedo or a bathrobe right now? I'm on a or mission like from Savior right now in my mind in terms of a fantasy that I'm having. So nobody interrupt me. And everybody's like, Scott, nobody needed to hear that. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. So that's it. I guess that's who's gay in this episode. I really hope yeah, that part there's no two spotlight is more gay. X-Men either this week. Because, because we don't want to do Archon. Archon. We just don't. I, I mean, he, he's okay. Well, technically he's an Avengers villain 
or character or whatever Mm -hmm. but also fuck that guy yeah fuck him he doesn't even deserve our time he's already given more time on this show than he deserves from storm that i would ever read in a comic book you know really yeah and you know the show's depicted abusive relationships plenty of times too at this point i'm really not sure we like need another episode where that happens except this time it's storm the more i think about it the more i'm like fuck this episode right well there's nothing wrong with them depicting abusive relationships on a kid's cartoon either because i think that's important to also see Mm -hmm. But I also, I kind of feel like I just don't care about this because Storm, this isn't Storm. I, I guess I, I guess maybe it would be plausible that he could take advantage of her if she was really, truly this exhausted and she would stop yeah, thinking Yeah, I mean, that's clearly. what we have to believe like, here is that she's so tired. But I, I feel like we've seen Storm push back against situations so many times on the show and, like, figure out when something is wrong and, like, be right. the smart one. But we've never seen her been used to this extreme right, with true. her mutant powers that's true. either. But, like, why so. do we need to see that, you know? Like, why is that a narrative choice that has to be made? Like, okay, if Storm is, like, really pushed to her limit, she also will be susceptible. I mean, maybe it just shows that she's still human in some way and like she's still vulnerable there's something to be said for that like a lot of times black female characters do have to be the strong one in situations and like this is her being vulnerable but i don't really feel like the episode is showing that instead it's showing her being like a victim and being kidnapped which I wouldn't really say that's like humanizing her, at least not in the way that I I would would hope that's very storm like it's just strange. I don't know. I wasn't here for this episode. I don't know. I we'll see how part two goes, I Mm -hmm. guess. Uh, but you can write into us at the ages at gmail.com <laughs> yes, and tell do. us your feelings on this because honestly I want to yeah, know I, I want to know, know if too. you like how, tell me, how you land tell on me this tell me about that chamber of commerce joke like what the fuck did that mean and uh, write in also send in your <laughs> fan art to us at the mutantages at gmail.com of Wolverine and Jubilee at a golf yes, course. Send us, <laughs> send us your fan art. Tell us what you what sports you think Wolverine would play. We'd love to get your mail and we're going to start doing uh, listener mail only episodes where we read all the mail and yeah. talk about it. So we're going to have one coming up in a couple weeks. So please write in if you haven't for a little while. We'd love to hear from you. And you know what, Ryan? It sounds like we're at the plug section. If I ever heard a plug yeah, section, we just this kind is of it. rolled right in. <laughs> Let's do it, Here baby. Here we go. So, uh, you can follow us all over the place. The Mutant Ages on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we're individually on Twitter, too. I'm at Ryan Pagella, and I'm on Instagram at Ryan.Pagella. I'm at Mitty Myers on Twitter, Instagram, and just about everywhere else that you would want to find me. Mm-hmm. So we also have a Discord server now, which is really fun if you want like a live chat room hanging out with other X-Men fans. And you can find the invite to that Discord server at MutantAges.com on the right side of that page you can find the discord server link you can find our email and you can also find our voicemail number which is 508-319-1668 and you got to put a one in front of it if you are calling from outside the united states and you definitely should call because we are going to play those voicemails and listen to those messages on the listener mail episode yes yes and we also have physical mail which Brian and I are going to have to figure out how to do a unboxing video together, long distance style, because yeah, we're yeah, going to we do, have it. A couple we're gonna do it. I want to see, I want to see what we got. So we're going to do that. And um, if you want to mail us more stuff to the PO box, it's PO box three, three, four, four, Natick, Massachusetts, four, four, three, four, four, three, three, four, four. Three, three, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> and then the zip code is Oh, one, seven, six, Oh. So those are all of the ways that you can contact us. We also have a Patreon if you want to support our show. Oh my which God, Which yes. is really big right now because, I mean, given the circumstances of the world, and if you can't contribute, that's totally fine. We're totally. not going to force it to do that. We're just happy you're listening to the show. But, you know, this helps uh, bring in a little extra cash for us to, and also makes us allows us to create more productions do more gaming do more everything yeah because that's really really weekly podcast now because of that support and that is so awesome and so 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 great yeah and it's really wonderful i want to keep doing that so if you can support us even at the one dollar level that i mean it helps us out so much and in the long run like it helps us continue to keep it staying production we're a completely fan supported podcast we love doing this we love talking about the x-men 
and it just it really goes a long way and it comes with cool background only rewards we send out like special podcasts about other stuff we enjoy that may yeah. or may not be related to mutants but also we put like videos and show notes up there so there's all sorts of things and at the top tier you can also get a shout out onto our show yes and our top tier supporters right now are soren b samuel b and ian c thank you yes. so much for your support i mean like that is really helping us stay in business and right it's now so generous and so so appreciated um, it really is and also we have a youtube yes we do have a youtube we have a youtube channel and there are there is a time travel is real video up there where ryan edited together clips from the animated series with the iconic original instance of us shouting time travel is real on the show in case you can't find it on the show you can just go over there watch it it's like one minute long you want and there are other backlogs of clips of this show and episodes of the animated series with our voices making the characters talk which is really fun but there's a ton of other cool shit on the youtube too like let's play of x-men video games we recently beat ravages of the apocalypse on there oh my god mr sinister game. it was amazing the game wasn't that amazing but mr sinister was we're gonna figure out how to play we're more games out how to play more games we're gonna do it that'll be really exciting you should definitely subscribe to the youtube so that you can get all of that good shit also I just wanted to say, while we were at least sort of close to the Patreon section, that if you can't afford to support us, something really awesome and important that you can do is rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting app you listen to. Give us a rating if that's possible. Leave us a comment, whatever. And also just share the show with your friends. Like those are all things you can do to support the show that are totally free to do. They just cost time and they are so helpful and help increase the visibility of the yeah, show absolutely. and thank you we really really appreciate it when people are able to do that like i said we're weekly now so yes it takes more time it takes more production and it also means we're creating more we have to like procure more x-men yes. stuff i would we love to do some other cool stuff listening though is how it we works. do need more mutants we do need that and i would love to like purchase some other x-men stuff like some of the novelizations i don't know how we'd even handle that I and review either. it but Probably i do i do want to tackle like, that read it and then like record an episode about it i don't know uh i mean something <laughs> like that i mean i really want to read the novel novelization of the star trek x-men crossover that is on my list and we have talked a lot about wanting to do an x-men themed or actual x-men branded tabletop game with todd and if we do that i really want to be able to pay todd so that's just another little boost for the patreon please help us out so that we can do that um we love you all so much and we really appreciate the additional support of the show and people have been pretty psyched that it's weekly now so that's awesome I'm glad, yes, thank you for all the support, everyone. I mean, it's really keeping us moving forward through this shit storm of a hell world we're in right now, so. Yeah. Um, Did we do everything? I think we did. Yeah. Wow. That's our plugs. Incredible. And I think it's time for us to leave because, I don't know, it's warming up in my apartment right now and I don't have any ACs installed, so I need to open the windows again. Have you considered kidnapping Storm and forcing her to do your thing? Oh yeah, that's right. I was like, I kidnapped Storm and I'm like, can you just blow the wind on here and while I work? Thanks. And Storm just leaves. She's like, yeah, no, I'm not fucking doing this. She's like, yeah, not doing that. But then Bobby comes in, he's like, I'll cool you down. And he like slowly takes off his clothes and I'm like, aren't you always naked anyway? But whatever. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> see you next time. Call me Bobby. <gasps> what? Bobby. Sorry, Wolverine, you didn't hear that cable. The mutant agents.